hi um video version i wanted to do this before but i honestly i didn't really know exactly how possible that was just because i didn't really know how to do it but recently i was like you know what let's try it let's do it it may work if you don't see a video version of this then it just didn't work out so i just uploaded the audio version but hello welcome to the introverts talk to podcast my name is kirsten and i'm your host I thought I would feel a little bit more nervous with the camera going, but actually I feel good. But anyway, I feel like we all have like some type of irrational fear of some sort. Maybe not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody. I'll say most people have some form of an irrational fear. It could be, you know, a phobia. That's basically, I'm pretty sure the definition of an irrational fear, I think. Don't quote me, but... I know I have irrational fears. One of my fears is insects. Flying insects, I cannot stand flying insects. They scare everything out of me. Like, I cannot handle a flying bug. Any insect of any sort scares me to a point where, like, I'm shaking and crying. And that, I think, should be classified as a phobia. And I think I said that in one of my last podcast episodes. I was in my car and I was chilling. I was recording. It was chill. And a leaf fell in my car or on my car and I really thought it was a gigantic bug and I almost flipped out. I did flip out actually, but you didn't really see that. So it wasn't a bug. It was a leaf, thankfully. But point is, I think a lot of people have irrational fears, fears that um, probably won't cause you any or much harm, but we kind of just like build it up in our head to a point where like whenever we come across it. It is just a scary concept. And socially, I feel like there's fears that people have, fears that I have. I know I have some social fears that are probably not that serious, things that other people do without thinking um, that I'm scared of. Like, honestly, there's a few different things. And the reason that I wanted to record this episode or the the reason that I had this idea was because I was at the gym recently and there was a workout that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. It's probably been like months since I've wanted to do this workout, but it was an awkward workout. It's like the hip thrust and I never did it because I felt like, oh, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that at the gym in a public gym. And I never did it. I always looked at the machine. It wasn't a hip thrust machine. It's really a Smith machine, which is like where you squat, but it's on like a track. So like you can't really, you can re-rack it really easily. It's kind of like a squat rack for beginners, um, in my opinion. But I wanted to try doing this workout so bad for so long. But every single time I went to the gym, I talked myself out of it. Like, eh, you know, we worked we worked out enough. It's good. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll focus on it next time. Maybe I'll watch a tutorial on it and maybe I'll feel more confident next time. Um, and I did this every single time I went to the gym. Right. And that's kind of frustrating because like, you know, once you get home and once you, once you pass that time, you're like, dang, I really wish I did that. Like, I really wish, like, I didn't really overthink that in my head because once I, 
once I'm not in the situation, it doesn't seem like it's that serious. But when you're in the situation, you kind of blow it out of proportion and you think that it's like really this thing that everyone's going to be staring at me and everyone's going to think I'm crazy and everyone's going to think that I look weird or whatever. But in reality, no one's really paying attention to you, especially at the gym. Everyone's just paying, looking at themselves, really. Um, if you're somebody that goes to the gym or you're like want to get more consistent with the gym, but you're kind of like, you're kind of shy, I feel that because when I was first starting out the gym, I really just stuck to like treadmill and like the sit down um, weight machines, right? Because I didn't really feel comfortable venturing out into like the free weight dumbbell section. So I was like, you know, contemplating whether or not I should try out the dumbbells. And let me tell you, that was the best decision I've ever made. That was the one of the best fears I've ever gotten over because I that, that is the main section I stay in now and I feel so much more confident at the gym and no one really cares no one's really watching you no one is looking at you everyone wants to just look at themselves while they're working out and you know just focus on you and focus on what you want to do sometimes you have to turn off that switch in your mind that's telling you that everyone's staring at you but you got to just do what you got to do but anyway back to the hip thrust I talked myself out of it so many times and there was one time specifically I think I had a Celsius before so I was like going you know what I'm saying and I talked myself into it I was like I'm gonna do it this time I'm not gonna back out I'm not gonna get nervous I'm not gonna like freak out I'm not gonna like I'm I'm going to do it okay and if I don't do it, I know I'm going to be let let down. I'm going to let myself down if I don't do it. I'm going to go home and be like, why did I not do it yet again? So I went to the Smith machine. That's what it's called. And I, you know, started trying to set up, you know, you take your bench and you put it behind the Smith machine so that you can lean your back on it. And then you adjust the bar so that it's right like at your hip and then you know you do a couple of like reps before you add weight so that you know like it's adjusted properly and like to your height and to your liking and everything and you know I'm sitting there and I have the bench behind me and I like get down under like the bar to see if I can do it I'm at this moment I'm like everyone's staring at me everyone's staring at me I know I look crazy um and Honestly, in my opinion, I, I'm not a huge fan of when people come up to you and say, oh, do you need help? Because that really makes me feel insecure. It's such, it's a nice gesture to do that. But like, sometimes I want to like figure it out for myself. Um, I appreciate someone reaching out and trying to be like, hey, do you need help, you know, adjusting this machine or whatever. But most of the time I'm like, oh, I got it. Let me figure this out for myself. So anyway, I am sitting on this bench like leaning my back on this bench with I finally get under the bar and like it's just not right it's just not happening and it feels awkward and it feels not the motion but like just the adjustment of everything it felt off and I'm thinking like if I have to go back and readjust the bench if I have to go back and readjust this bar I don't think I'm going to be able to do it because I'm already overthinking that everyone's looking at me right and everyone thinks that oh she don't know what she's doing she looked crazy I talked myself out of it again, yet again, and I was so subtly frustrated. I I wanted to do it, and I kind of brushed it off in the moment, like, eh, you know, who cares? We'll worry about this next time. But I was so frustrated afterwards because I was like, 
I was almost there. I was almost there. But I backed out because I was so worried that people were staring at me again when in reality, no one's looking at you. No one is really looking at you. So what did I do next time? The same thing. I tried it. I tried adjusting the bar again and I was like, oh, this feels awkward. Maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe I'm just, this isn't my vibe, okay? Whatever. So I backed out again. I backed out and I was like, next time, next time, next time. Next time, I didn't even think about doing it, you know? I didn't even do it. I was like, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to even go for it. But recently, I was like, again, had a Celsius. I was going. I was listening actually to a podcast that was actually had me like in a really good mood. And um, it was a funny podcast. But anyway, I was like, I'm going to do this this time. And I'm not going to back out. And I'm, I don't care if I feel like it, everyone's staring at me. I'm going to do this machine because it's what I want to do and it's what I want to learn. I can't grow if I don't try this thing full out. Like if I don't really get to a point where either I fail or I succeed, I'm not going to grow, you know? So I started adjusting this machine again and I'm adjusting it, focusing on what I'm doing. I'm not looking around me to see if anyone's looking at me and I'm focusing and I'm adjusting the machine. I get under the bar with my back leaning on the, on the bench or whatever. And I start doing a couple reps. Did it feel awkward? Yes, because it wasn't adjusted properly. So I went back and readjusted it again and I got back under the bar and I started doing the reps again. It still felt kind of off, but I was getting closer, you know? And so I was like, maybe I need to put a 45 plate, a 45 pound plate under my feet so I'm a little bit elevated. I'm a little short, so it's kind of hard, you know, to do some of the machines at the gym because I'm relatively short. So anyway, I put the plate under my feet so that I can get a little bit of elevation and I get it. I got it and it felt right. It felt like I did it right. So now the hard part was once I re-racked this bar with no weights on it because I wanted to make sure it was adjusted properly, I get out, I, I'm trying to get out from under the bar, but I can't because this bench is behind me, I'm a little bit stuck, and I have to awkwardly squeeze out of it. Did I want to start feeling like, okay, that was weird, people are looking at me? Yes, but I forced myself not to. So I finally got out from under the bar, I grab some weights, put them on, and I start doing the exercise. And I felt so proud of myself at the end because I was like, that was something that I've wanted to do for months. And I finally did it. And it was never that serious. Okay. And that's when I was like, oh, let's, let me talk about some of my social fears. And I consider that a social fear because I'm worried about the way people are perceiving me um, in a public area. Okay. That's why I would consider it a social fear. But I wrote this idea down and I was like, I want to talk about this. And I know that there's other fears that I have socially that I want to talk about. So let me go into those things in podcast form, maybe podcast video form. I don't know. So that was one of those things. Really, really proud of myself that I actually stuck to it. And I stuck. um, Yeah, I stuck to it. I, I kept going. I didn't back out because I was afraid. There's also some other things that I would kind of consider an irrational fear of mine. One of those things is going to the post office. And when I started my art business, when I started like selling some of my items or whatever, I 
knew I had had to get familiar with the post office and I didn't really like going to the post office because I felt like that's only where older adults go to send mail and to and they know what they're doing because they they know what they're doing you know what I'm saying and I knew that I didn't want to be a burden if I went in there and was like I need to send this piece of artwork and I have no idea how to do it and that scared me because I didn't want to feel like I was burdening someone or I was making their job harder because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? Um, so there was one specific time that I went to the post office when I was sending off some of my artwork and I felt frustrated after it because the guy was kind of mean to me. Like, maybe he wasn't that mean, but I felt like it was kind of really just dismissive and it made me feel like you know I don't know if I want to do this again so I'm waiting in line with my package that I'm ready to ship off to my customer and I you know I'm moving up in line I have the address ready I have like you know everything written down and I have my stuff all together and I think this was actually like my first order that I sent off so they call me up in line they're like next in line so I go to the guy behind the window or whatever and he's just like you know where are you sending this to blah 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 and then like I'm writing it down he's writing it down he's typing it he's reading what I wrote and then that question comes up like is it fragile is it something with liquids is it something that's flammable or whatever um and you know it pops up on the card reader but he asks me he really said is there anything fragile in here and I was like yeah but you know my artwork I consider fragile but is that the general idea of fragile like I don't want anyone to like bend this item I want it to be you you know treated with care so I said yeah but then I was looking at the screen and it said flammable hazardous you know whatever and I was like yeah well maybe not really and he's looking at me with like this dead stare and he goes well it's a yes or a no question and I was like "Uh, no but I don't want it to be bent and he was like okay well it's no then and I was like okay he could have been having a bad day and that's totally okay but I just don't like it when I feel dismissed by someone that's working because especially when I have questions because it hurts my feelings it does it really does um and I don't ever want to come back especially somewhere that I really did have like questions and I really know I have to come back here often and I want to feel comfortable coming back and after that I was made sure that I said no it does it does not have anything um fragile included in my package unless there is like glass or something but that kind of almost confirmed my fear for for a bit and I was like I don't like the post office I hate the post office like the post office is like it's why would I want to go here why would I want to go here to send anything I mean people are you know they're they're trying to move fast they're trying to move efficiently and if I don't know exactly what I'm doing I'm going to be a burden I'm going to frustrate somebody and I don't want to do that you know so I got more orders and I had to continue going to the post office it forced me to and that's only that's when I realized that oh okay that was just a one-time experience that wasn't like every single time I go to the post office it's gonna be like that but that was something that I 
afraid of. It's something I'm still kind of like, I get nervous when I go because, you know, you're talking to someone, you have to make sure that you're articulating everything properly so that they know how you want to send something, when you want to send something, where you want to send something. And I don't know. And sometimes they they get a little frustrated. They get a little mean. And I, I, I don't know really how to take that, but I always try to push myself to continue to do these things because you have to do them even if they scare you whatever it's kind of like that with the bank too like I, I don't like going inside the bank you know um I went through a drive through one time and I was like doing some type of transaction I don't know but they were like you know you can do this at the ATM right and I was like yeah I know but I just felt more comfortable doing it with a teller you know And she was like, yeah, well, just, you know, ATMs, you know, they're efficient as well, whatever. And I was like, okay, like, is this, is this, is this hard on you? Like, does, is this making it harder on you? Like, I don't know. I'm not asking that in like a, in a passive aggressive way. I'm just asking you like, in like, is this, is me going through the drive-thru making your job a little bit more difficult? And if so, I don't want to make your job more difficult, even though it makes me feel more comfortable to be doing it with an actual, like, teller, like, you know, whatever. So she was like, yeah, you can do this in the ATM. Like, this is an easy transaction, whatever. (sighs) So I drove away and, you know, I don't go through the drive-thru as often because I feel like I have to think about, okay, is this going to make the bank teller's job a little bit harder even though it's a pretty simple transaction I mean the answer is honestly no that was just one person but in my head I think about it so so much deeper than like it probably has to be thought about but that's just what it is I wrote down another example I can't really remember but I'm gonna try my best wait oh well yeah phone calls don't we love phone calls and I'm not talking about like phone calls with anybody right I'm talking about those phone calls that you get that sometimes like they look like a familiar number but you don't know exactly who it is and it might not be a prank not a prank call what is what are they called um like a spam call or whatever I don't know so you answer it and they actually are it is someone that you've talked with it's someone that um something important I'll say And you have to, like, pick up this phone and, like, start talking about something that you did not have your mind on. And, like, you have to, like, give them the right answer. I remember when I was, you know, enrolling in college and everything, I had to call so many times to, like, enroll and to, like, get some information and stuff like that. And there was always, like, a wait list. And I was waiting on that wait list, like, literally 30 people deep. And I'm waiting. I'm I'm nervous the entire time because... For one, if you're waiting 30 people deep, you want to make sure that you have all your questions ready. You want to make sure that you have like, you know, everything that you want to say and you want to say it properly. And, you know, people who are taking 30 phone calls, I'm sure, like they don't got time for you. They don't got time for you to figure out what it is that you're saying while you're on the line. Um, So you have to be fast. You have to know what you're saying. And sometimes that just like intimidates me a little bit. I don't know. I just want to be able to have a conversation and make sure that I can say everything comfortably and have all my questions answered and again they're answering 30 phone calls at one time like obviously they might be overwhelmed they might be frustrated I'm talking about the other person on the line on the line um and sometimes it just 
they're dismissive and they're and they and it's kind of hard to get your questions asked there's been so many times where I've I had like three more questions but I was like oh they don't really have time for me I won't ask these questions they are probably the least important of my questions um and I didn't get my questions answered when in reality I should have just asked my questions because my questions are just as important as anyone else's I don't think that you should not ask your questions because you think you're burdening someone I think that's ridiculous from someone that does that as well uh but sometimes you just overthink you overthink and that's not cool because then you kind of just give you're you're ending up with the short end of the stick and not having your questions answered point is I think we all have these random fears and I have more that go into kind of like the social life at college and you know, not looking, not wanting to look a certain way or wanting to look a certain way and, you know, wanting to fit in with a certain group of people and, you know, or wanting to make friends with a certain group of people, but not knowing exactly how. I mean, I have irrational probably fears for many different things, but those were just a few that I recently dealt with. One thing that I took from this is basically just do what you got to do. Because in the end, usually whenever I back out of something because of a fear, I'm never like satisfied at the end and I'm always frustrated and I'm always left with this lingering feeling of like, what if I did this and maybe I would feel like I accomplished something. If I like what made me really back out of this doing this thing and why did I do it? And if I had done it, you know. I probably would be more happy. If you just do it in the first place, I feel like you could grow so much more and even faster because you're not letting like, you're not letting those intrusive thoughts talk yourself out of something that you really want to do. So moral of the story, moral of the podcast, do whatever it is that you have to do as much as it hurts, like push yourself to do something no matter if you feel like someone's staring at you, no matter if you feel like you're being a burden to someone, no matter if you feel like you're someone is being dismissive because they know more than you in the moment and they just are kind of just dismissive because it's like, how do you not know this? You know what I'm saying? But like, you might not know it and you might have questions and that's okay because if you have questions, you have questions. If you want to try a workout at the gym, you, you want to try it, you know? You want to do it and you can't, get mad at someone for trying you know for trying something or for having questions they might have questions but anyway that is why I feel like it's almost the other person's problem if they are judging you in the first place which I don't think people are really judging you and this is what something that I'm working with in my mind a lot like no one is looking at you no one is judging you as much as you think they are so just do whatever it is that you have to do but that's it how much how long did I talk for today I have no idea. 22 minutes? 26 minutes. Okay, we got some time. We did it. Okay, so thank you for listening to this here episode of Introverts Talk 2. My name is Kirsten. I'm your host. Um, if you want to follow me on my socials for this podcast, my Instagram is Introverts Talk 2, and my t- TikTok for the podcast is Introverts Talk 2 Podcast, just spelled right out. And my YouTube is Introverts Talk 2 Podcast as well, where I'm going to try to start posting because why not? Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. I digress. I say that at the end of every one of my episodes because that's like one of my favorite words. Um, digress. I don't know why. I, I couldn't tell you why, but anyway, 
I'm done. I digress. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.